Alright. <clears throat> Today is June 4th, 2023, approximately 2 p.m. And the topic for today is been thinking about this one a lot, but um let's just call it general thoughts on Trump's presidency. Um just to preface this, I hate the guy. Um, I detest him detestably, morally detestable. I don't know how else to describe it. But um, there were some good things. I don't know if good's the right word, but positive things that came out of his presidency um, so far. Uh, to put a really in-depth, I don't do really in-depth stuff because um, that would take a while. Um, <laughs> Uh, because you just have to sort through all this, for lack of better word, shit that was wrapped up in everything he did. Um, uh, starting with like uh, foreign policy, I guess he really continued what Obama was doing um, in foreign policy uh, toward the end of Obama's terms, plural. Um, he was really questioning the role of the United States abroad and its um, sustainability, I guess would be the right word, um, of, his, of their police power. So, ooh, I the um, So anyway, uh, yeah, so he kind of continued that. Um, and withdrawing more and more um, from the world stage, um, especially in the Middle East, um, because to be honest, um, Bush got us. Bush two, Bush yeah, Bush two got us into a mess, and he had to get us out of it. Um, but first, he actually had to finish and clean up the mess. So obviously, um, he had to. Taking out Al-Qaeda was a big deal, um, especially taking out Osama bin Laden, but also at the same time getting troops, massive amounts of troops, off the, or undeployed I guess, um, back home essentially. So, um, I need right words for this. I think that's why you saw an increase in um, drone stuff. Obviously, um, Al-Qaeda, obviously, you know, not really relevant anymore. Um, then when the Islamic State came around, they kind of dealt with it the same way and to most, mostly succeeded doing that. Um, Yeah, so we, I think Obama really, really wanted to get American troops back home as much as possible. Um, whether that was literal isolationism or that was preparing for something else, I think it's too soon to tell, especially with all the shit going on in Ukraine. But um, and with Russia, I mean, that was... Everyone can see that coming from a mile away, but... Um, yeah. 
so side little tangent um, is isolationism on the political spectrum or because well just a brief history of it like you know isolationism has always been an American thing ever since George Washington it was like the father of isolationism um, but you know it was still around by the first world war um, it's pretty unclear if Wilson really, really wanted to go to war, but he was... <sighs> Democrats were still conservative back then, sort of. They weren't progressives. And Wilson was a dick. And he was an authoritarian narcissist. So... Yeah. But fast forward um, to, I don't know, 20 years later, World War II. Um, again, Roosevelt, like, he, he was the first of the liberal Democrats, progressive Democrats, liberal, I don't know, when, I mean, obviously, the Great Depression is when those two sides flipped, right, or, well, the Roaring Twenties, um, when the polls flipped, so... Yeah, that's when that happened. So, they, like, was isolationism a conservative thing? Was it a liberal thing? Because liberal Democrats had to pull people out of isolationism and convince people not to go out of isolationism. So is it, so is being a globalist power, is that a progressive thing? Is it a liberal thing? But at the same time, fast forward, late 70s, or, well, 70s, Nixon, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, well, actually, no. Um, did it cross the political spectrum during the Cold War because of the Cold War? Because, obviously, Nixon wanted, this is how futile this argument is, by the way, in deciding the things or what, how issues are on a political spectrum because, you know, there aren't. But, yeah. So, obviously, isolationism crosses broadly depending on the situation because depending on people's moods and depending on wants of the nation, you know, needs, wants, we, you know, that, that kind of thing. People don't know if they want to be isolationist or not. So, whoever takes it and runs with it first and gets it, I guess. Anyway, back on track. Um, <laughs> how do I describe this? Trump just basically said, he, he posed the question that Obama didn't want to ask and was saying, why should we support all these other nations when they're not giving us anything in return? So we had so many imbalanced agreements with all these other people, why are we, like, you know, not balanced? Especially with, like, the NATO and, and then the U.S. dominant <coughs> United Nations and that sort of thing. So it's just... <sighs> what I'm trying to say is 
He's pulling America off the global stage. And obviously Obama started it because he pulled out of Iraq when we were finished in Iraq. Sort of. And he pulled troops out of Iraq, but when he did that, you know, ISIS rose. I don't think that those two were connected as much as people like to think. But, you know, people see one thing and they think it equals another because they don't see the entire picture, at least until now. And people think that ISIS just rose out of the dust, but in actuality, it was around way before that, and the, the, I mean, one sort of affected the other, but not as much as people think. There is that. Okay? There is that. I won't deny that them, of the U.S. pulling out of Iraq the second time in 2011, I think it was, um, that I won't deny that weakened the central authority of the Iraqi state, um, but what did end up happening was U.S. sort of supporting the Iraqi military in their operations, just not directly, like with funds and with military stuff and guidance, I guess, to push the Islamic State into oblivion. I mean, they still exist, sort of, but not really. Saying, so, like, they're not in Mosul anymore, they don't, like... They've been suppressed to a significantly small territory in far northern Iraq. They, you know, they've become hillbillies again. And that is that. So, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, they, they pulled out, he's pulled out of Iraq. Trump didn't do that. Obama did. But the bigger question was Afghanistan. We've been in there for 20 years. When, uh, when Biden fully, finally pulled us out, why he? I, I understand people be like, oh, why did he pull us out of Afghanistan? Because we were done. Like Taliban took over. Great, nobody cared. Um, I mean, not people did care, but like you know, there wasn't much else we can do at that point. Al Qaeda has been all but eliminated, and that was the point in the first place was eliminate al-Qaeda, but part of that was to dismantle the Taliban regime in Afghanistan that was supporting them in the first place. But that wasn't the main objective. To get al-Qaeda out, you had to dismantle the Taliban regime. So is letting the Taliban regime rise to power again? Is that, is that a good thing? Or is it just not a bad thing? Or is it just not a failure? I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Anyway. But yeah, Trump obviously didn't want to do that, but at the same time, he's slowly and slowly reducing the military's budget over his four years, as Obama was doing the same thing. Obviously, they chalked that up to different political reasons, but, you know, whatever. They were still pulling America off the global stage. Secondly, and this ties into immigration, he, the border wall stuff is confusing because at the same time, 
he want, Trump wanted to, like, stop illegal immigration. And to push that, he proposed border wall. Which, I mean, is a crazy batshit idea to begin with. And completely infeasible and never really got done. But, and still in a work in progress. But... At the same time, he he still wanted to stop illegal immigration. That's the big issue. And to do that, he had to convince one of the American people that Mexicans slash Latinos slash Chicano, whatever you want to call them, people legally-ish here in America that are of that ethnicity are part of the American family. That was a big deal. Um, and I don't know supporting them is the right word, but accepting them, I guess, would be a better word because, you know, supporting them is just weird to say because he obviously didn't do it, but he just support them. But at the same time, he had to make buddy-buddy with the Mexican president because the majority of illegal immigrants weren't actually from Mexico originally because they were from Central America and all this shit going down there and they were coming up through Mexico into the United States. That had to stop. And I, I agree. just don't necessarily agree how he went about it or how he talked about it, I guess. But... Border wall aside, his immigration policy was good. Um, or positive. Positive, I guess, is a better word for that. So, and strengthening the alliance with the Mexican government, strengthening the U.S.-Mexican economy, strengthening all that, at the same time supporting and succeeding to his... I don't know, succeeding... On the drug, quote-unquote, war. Um, that's a little more complicated and different because it's more on who the Mexican president is and who they aren't, I guess, and how they want to deal with it. I can't remember the guy who was on Joe Rogan's podcast in January. I really loved it. But you can probably go find it. He's the economist guy. I can't remember his last name. It starts with a Z. What was his name? 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 Oh, laundry's almost ready. His name, what was 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 his name, uh, Peter Zane, there we go, uh, yeah, I can't, yeah, anyway, he convinced the American people, American policy, American government, whatever, during his time, 
that they were part of the family, essentially. So, there's that. Um, one, because I think as the situation was getting worse and worse for China, Americans, or America, American economy, essentially, had to export their labor, outsource their labor from somewhere else. Because Chinese labor is becoming more and more expensive and more and more inaccessible, especially with the COVID pandemic, which I was predicted, but, you know, might as well. And Mexican labor is highly more skilled and highly more cheaper. So, there is that. And in order to do that, you need to strengthen ties with them. So, and Mexico has a lot of stuff that we want. And they have a lot of stuff, or we have a lot of stuff that they want. So, I'm picking my nose. Sorry. Anyway. Um, oh, yes, I know. Andre is calling. But I have to boil these eggs at the same time. And I had 20 seconds left on that. What was it? Just bear with me. Anywho. There is that. I don't know why I'm thinking about this today. But, yeah. Oh. Alright. So. Ooh, steam. Anywho. some cold water and that's really all I had to say about this point but in conclusion Biden really messed this up um, because he I don't in my opinion no actual factual evidence to back this up Ooh, cracking the egg um, but he has let his Homeland Security Secretary shall he remain nameless and to a lesser extent his Secretary of State Lincoln um, kind of run wild and, um, while to a certain extent he has um, retreated from the global stage Ukraine kind of messed that up. Um, obviously, with pulling out of Iraq, or not Iraq, Afghanistan, obviously, um, that certainly helps. But, um, for whatever reason, I can't remember his back, Mayorkas' background, but he. Very xenophobic and corrupt stance. I think it's more corruption than anything else. Or Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh, he's Cuban, no wonder. Um, I think he's corrupt, essentially. Um, or he's just an asshole and doesn't care. But, anywho, um, yeah. There is that. Um, anyway, he'll be out of office by any time I say anything about him, so. Anyway, um, it's either xenophobic or corruption or both. 
I don't know which, but he's really distanced himself from the Mexican government. Um, this, which I know the Mexican government is terrible. Like, we get it. Everybody knows that. But you still got to work with them. You can't just, like, call them terrible and then or just, like, blow them off for reasons. <laughs> like, he hasn't really stated any reasons and treated the immigration problem terribly. Um, like, especially during COVID. That kind of gave him an excuse just to do what he wanted and or not do anything at all. And now that Title 42 is over, whatever it is, he can do pretty much whatever he wants. So, or not, or I don't know, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, that's my opinion on Biden's, or what I like to call the Democratic oligarchy that is now in place in the White House. So, yeah, that's it.